0: The main event podcast, episode four, go, let's get it.
1: To the main event. Yo 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 yo.
0: What is happening, people? Welcome back to the main event. I'm your host, your main man, your main partner You can kind of say I'm like a Jay Podcasting because uh, when it comes down to it, this is one shot, one shot only. We only do one take, no editing, no breaks. Coming to you live. Hey, it's Good Friday, March the 30th. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. In fact, just thank you, period, for your support. Man, I gotta tell you, it uh, it really feels good as uh, for the month of March. Uh, started this podcast and uh, we're already up to about 200 downloads for all the episodes and stuff. And while that may not seem like a lot for like a Breakfast Club or uh, <laughs> you know any major comedian or anybody else out there, it's a big accomplishment. It means that you guys are listening, you're coming back for more, and I really, really appreciate it. For everybody trying to figure out, hey man, how do I make sure I don't miss an episode? Hey, come check me out the website www. The Main Event Podcast. Dot com. You can sign up on our subscribe page You'll get an uh, email every time a podcast comes out uh, So you don't miss anything You can also subscribe when you're on iTunes uh, You can uh, subscribe when you're on Google Play When you're listening to it Or if you're just listening to it off the website Just make sure you hit that subscribe button Hit that like button too and share the episodes There might be some out there who uh, might enjoy uh, Some of this stuff that you're getting and like I say, man, this is all totally free to you because I love what I do and I love my audience. So again, thank you for the feedback that I've been getting from my episodes and stuff. Trying to work on a little bit of everything uh, to make sure that the podcast is uh, up to your standards. Uh, I've been working on my sound. You know, last week I actually had to cut out my intro music because I messed up on my uh, sound. But I thought the uh, the The content for the podcast was great. And, you know, really, like I was telling before, I don't have six hours uh, to make an hour of uh, content. Uh, But, you know, I just try to uh, do what I can and get it out to you guys. Um, So, like I say, visit the website, subscribe there, uh, like and share. And please uh, continue to give me feedback. Um this podcast is kinda of our podcast. You know, it's, it's more like our podcast. I just keep it at my house. And uh you guys um and just just wonderful support from friends and family and you know, uh I just can't really thank you enough. Uh you can also hit me up on my Facebook. I have a Facebook page, main event uh podcast Facebook page. Uh we've got uh Twitter and we also got an Instagram page. So, make sure you go out there and like those two and uh, follow me. Uh, I got some funny stuff to say out there, too. Uh, just want to uh, kind of highlight uh, some people. So, this is a platform I have, and I like to give back on this platform. So, I want to give a quick shout out to my man, Drew Hansen, and Drew's Drones. You can go check him out on Facebook. If you're in Arizona uh, and you're looking for a FAA certified drone pilot, For any of these, whether it be residential, uh, roofing uh, certifications, if you're looking for uh, events, uh, baby reveals, whatever you're trying to do, photography, uh, prom pictures, uh, shooting games, whatever, the man is overly qualified, uh, small veteran-owned business, Uh, go out there, check out the page on Facebook, Drew's Drones, Uh, he's a man, make sure you check that out. Uh, a lot of people have asked me about uh, whether I was going to do any video for the podcast and stuff, and I actually got a, uh, a camera uh, from a man, Austin Helms. Uh, shout out to Austin. Uh, he's actually in a band. He's a tele, teledoctor. Uh, they're going to be at the Paddle Shack uh, tomorrow up in Boone. If you're in that area and you want to have a good time, please go check out those guys. Uh Tell a doctor, I hadn't heard the music, man, but I know Austin's an awesome guy and stuff, so uh, please, please check him out. And, you know, uh, so th- there's your free advertisements for a day. My um, buddy with Drew's Drones and uh, Austin Helms with his band playing at the Pal tomorrow, and boom. And if you need any shout outs, um, I'll, I'll start showing you some of my demographics, but I, I do have an audience. So if you need some shout outs, or trying to uh, do some product placement and stuff, hey, this is Get It watched free. <laughs> I hope this time next year I got to charge you for it but uh, please get it while it's free and uh, Kevin let me shout you out and stuff in fact you know I really want to do some highlights of um, Well, my original intent was at least once a month I would do like a community highlight where I would highlight somebody their business or organization uh, somebody reaching uh, reaching back into the community you know just something you know some feel good type of stuff and uh, do an interview with those people I'm actually going to reach out I got a, a cousin of mine my cousin Kim I'm extremely really proud of, uh, and she's been uh, doing some really good nonprofit stuff, and uh, she's got, you know what, we'll get her on a podcast, and I'll let her tell you everything that she's got going on and stuff, but it's really good stuff, and uh, if you're looking, if you know somebody who kind of fits in that category and stuff, please, you know, um, uh, comment, you can send me a DM, mess, IM message or whatever on Facebook. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter. Just let me know, or just com- comment on the um, on the website, and just let me know uh, who it is, and so I can get in contact with them and we can have them on the show, and we can give some people who really don't get a lot of uh, a lot of recognition the recognition that they deserve, and uh, that'll actually kind of tie back into the, to the very end of my my leadership moment for today. So, like I say, uh, I do have a camera. We um, I'm working on uh, making some time, and I'll start uh, taping these episodes, videotaping them, and putting them on YouTube and stuff. Um, it, at least for some of the stories I tell, uh, you you, you got to get the hand and the you, you got to get all the animation that's going on behind some of these stories. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it kind of adds to the uh, adds to it a little bit. Uh, you, you you'll like it. Hey, it's been a busy week. Uh, in fact, you know, I don't really think this podcast is really going to be that long this week. Uh, but I'll try to delve into some stuff and uh, <laughs> let you know uh, what's going on. Uh, there's a lot of things going on this week, nothing I really wanted to get into. I don't really care who bit Beyonce. Um, if Tiffany Haddish knows what happens in the elevator, though, I, I would definitely uh, get 30 minutes of the podcast to, to talk about what happened to J.C. and Solange in the elevator, but I don't care who bit Beyonce. Uh, a lot of different things going on in the world. Still got a lot of political stuff going on out there, but hey, if you want to listen to that, go to a political podcast. Um, I did want to do some housekeeping from last week. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, and um, I think last week I was talking about my, my girls and stuff. My girls don't listen to the podcast anymore. My my oldest listened to the first one, and that was pretty clean, uh, but I decided that because of some of the material I was covering, and then I didn't want to restrict my language that much, I was like, you know what, uh, I'm not going to let the girls listen to this anymore. I'll, I'll point them to another podcast and tell them it's me. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. Um, also for people who reached out to me, uh, from the last one, from episode three, where I was talking about the domestic violence and stuff. Hey, it's a, it's a big deal. Um, and thank you for, uh, people who reached out and, uh, your comments and stuff. I, I'll, I'll just say this. If, uh, if, if me coming forward and saying something about that uh, maybe sheds a little light, maybe get somebody to start thinking that maybe their situation isn't uh, the way it's supposed to be. Uh, absolutely, I'll take that. I'll be the posted boy. For, I'll be the poster boy for abuse uh, if it helps somebody else. If it, if it'll, if it'll help you, and if you just want to talk about it offline, man, please. Um, again, all the same contacts. Just reach out to me. I'd be more than happy uh, to sit down and we can uh, talk about that. And there and there are some. There's some programs out there for men and women because uh, at no point is it right for I don't care what anybody does to you outside of self-defense. There's really no reason to put your hands on another human being. Um, if you come home and you find your boyfriend in bed uh, with your best friend, uh, congratulations, you just found out that guy's not good for you and you just need to move on. Um, the the fines, jail, whatever um, that goes along with that kind of stuff. I'm trying to lash out. There's there's literally a remedy. Uh, for all that stuff and the first uh, move is just to, to get away and walk away from that person so like I said thanks again for people that uh, came back on that episode from last week. Like I said it's been a busy week um, I do if I uh, told you guys but I'm uh, currently uh, taking classes trying to get my real estate license trying to be a, um, a broker here in North Carolina um, so hopefully this time next month I'll have passed all my tests and I'll be a licensed broker and stuff, so you know, if you're if you're looking for a home, come hollow your boy. Um, there'll be more to come on that as uh as I as I come along and if I don't pass my test you'll never hear none in it, another word about it. I'll just like pretend you you'll like, Hey, was in episode four. I'll be like, No, nah, I don't remember that. Um uh, no, it's I can play it back. Nah, no, I don't want to listen. Um no, I <laughs> I've been I've been studying all week and stuff, so I'm a little bit short. I keep saying I um I'm gonna do a uh, a piece that was uh that I had a friend of mine that she she wanted to hear something about it, and uh, I promise I'm going to get that out next week um, as soon as I get to do my due diligence and do a little bit more research on that topic uh, so I can kind of speak to it a little bit uh, more. But, you know, even uh, with uh, a busy week and stuff, uh, one of the things that I've been doing during my, uh, my off-season here is that uh, I, I signed up to drive for Uber. And so I, I, I went out one time, during the day, and uh, didn't really, had like a ride or two, um, came back home, wasn't really, but last night I decided that I wanted to, uh, it's Thursday night, people are going out, surely somebody needs a ride and stuff, and uh, so, I had, it, last night was my only, my second time going out, uh, I might as well just go ahead and say it was my first time uh, going out, and uh, I, I had a good time, I stayed out for like two and a half hours, because I'm, I'm an old man, and I can't stay up past midnight because you know, I can get up at like uh, 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning. So I went out last night, and uh, I, I I can see that if I continue to do this, uh, we're going to have about a 20-minute segment of Uber stories uh, <laughs> on this show. And uh, the uh, the last young lady I picked up last night, uh, I was actually uh, trying to head back to the house, and I, I was still on line. And so I got a request in for a ride, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll do one more ride. So I go and I drive, um, and I pick up this young lady, and uh, white female. Um, I would say she was in her late twenties, uh, maybe early thirties. And um, she got in the, uh, she got in my truck, and we're sitting there. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm new at this thing. I'm not really sure if people want to talk or, you know, they just want to listen to music they don't want anything, they just want to get to their spot and stuff, So, but I try to greet everybody that gets in, the vehicle and stuff, and, you know, because I'm looking for that five star kind of thing, you know, man, I got peppermints and Starburst in the back seat, I got clinics back there, you know, I got little mini water bottles and stuff, you know, I'm trying to be like, the, you know, because if, if you know me personally, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right, so I try to do it right, uh, and, um, you know, uh she gets in the, the truck and stuff. I'm like, hey, how's your evening going? She's like, do you want the truth? Or do you want me to lie to you? I was like, I never want you to lie to me. Go ahead and tell me the truth. She's like, well, what you want to hear is it was a good day, but it has been a shitty day for me. I was like, hey, look, I'm sorry. She's like, is there anything I can do? She's like, no, no, I don't think so. I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to get you to your destination quickly and safely. And uh, so, you know, sit back, enjoy the ride and stuff. And I'm just trying to, you know, kind of talking to her, cause you know she really does seem to be in a bad mood, and like, you know, she has had a shitty day. And so I'm talking to her, and she's like, "Hey, um, you mind if I play some music?" Cause she was asking me for my radio satellite radio. I was like, "Well, no, I don't. I don't pay for a satellite on, on the on the radio. I, I mean, it's got the capability, but it's just Bluetooth." I was like, "Yeah." Uh, mental note to myself: I need to. Uh, make sure I got aux quartz plugged uh, in a truck, so we don't have to go through setting up the Bluetooth. But I set up her phone on my, on my uh, truck and stuff, and uh, she's like, "Are you gonna judge me?" And I was like, "No, I'm not gonna judge you." Okay, so quick note: I lied there. Uh, I constantly judge people. Now I may just judge you that hey, that that was cool and that's something I would do, but I mean, yeah, I'm, of course I'm gonna judge you. But he's also like, I don't care what you play, and I really didn't care what you played. but, yeah, I'm going to judge you on your, your choice of music. So it's like like, um, I want to turn it up real loud. Hey, you go ahead and you turn it up real loud. And so she, she's sitting there, and she's going through. She's like, hey, I think I almost got it. And uh, I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, whatever. Uh, what do, you, what, do you, what do you want to play and so she's like oh we well. I
1: ain't got no motherfucking friends take money take money no. take money <laughs>
0: Bye-bye. But she's playing uh, Tupac Hit Em Up, and she is going in, and, and true to her word, she has turned up the volume, and she, I, I thought that maybe Tupac had come back. Um, <laughs> it was actually kind of awesome. And she's and she's like, do you mind if I get in the front seat? And I'm like, uh, sure. So I like start to like pull over. And she's like, no, 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 no. So she just like crawls over from the back, hops in the front seat, and proceeds to put on a concert, uh, Tupac concert on the way to the bar that she was going to. And um, yeah, it was uh, yeah, every mo- every motherfucking N word, uh and uh yeah it was a it was a special special kind of night, but hey, look, so far, I've enjoying driving for uber um i made some, <laughs> made some money last night, so that was awesome two, I was like I was out for two and a half hours just driving around um and so uh I did want to talk about the first uh Person I picked up last night, so I'm driving downtown Charlotte. I don't even make it downtown. I get a hit up for a ride and stuff, so I head back out to North Charlotte, which is around our university area and stuff. And I pick up this young lady, and uh real nice young lady. She hops in the um, truck and stuff, and we're talking, and and uh, so I, I drive her, and um, she's on the phone, you know, to you know talking to, um, I assume it was her boyfriend, and she's on the way to the house and stuff. So we pull up to his house. And uh, he's outside, and he's leaning on his car and stuff. And he and she gets out. I'm like, you know, thanks for riding. I'm like, okay. So, this is me judging again. And you uh, I mean you can tell me I I, I, if you think less of me because I like to judge people? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I just I just do. I I judge this guy simply because he was leaning against his car, and his girl had to get an Uber over to the house. And I'm thinking she's going to have sex with him because he was dressed that way. And, and, and again, judging. Um, (laughs) I I know if you show up to my house dressed like that, that's probably what's going on. Um, It was was not Bible study. It was definitely not Bible study. Um, But (laughs) so I'm thinking to myself, um, what the fuck? I mean, seriously, what the fuck? Like you couldn't go get her? It was a 10-minute drive. Not even. It was probably only 10 minutes because um, Uber has its own uh, GPS thing that tells you, you know, turn here, turn there kind of thing to get somewhere. Uh, had I known exactly where she was going, I probably could have gotten in there like seven minutes. Probably could have cut off three minutes of that ride. Um, but, I mean, it doesn't matter. The whole point was that this dude had a vehicle at his house. And she had to Uber over to go volume. him. Ladies, can can I, fellas, just for a second? Ladies, don't. It's. I know it's 2018. I, I understand some things have changed. I'm 40 years old, and I, I'm just a tad bit old fashioned. Um, and I understand that. I understand that. You know. You can do whatever a man can do type stuff, and I, I know dudes back in the day would hop on a city bus and go across town to go get some. Absolutely. Uh, think a little bit better yourself. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Until you raise your own personal value and price point, um, and it doesn't matter. It's sort of like this podcast. So, eventually one day I think to myself, you know, I'm looking at March, and I said, you know, we're almost at 200 downloads for the month of March. And I'm happy about that. I know there's some other people who are like, if I don't get 200 downloads uh, every hour, the first day that the podcast comes out, I'm not really hitting my target audience and stuff. Um, the the deal is, is that I think that in a couple of years, that's exactly what we're going to be doing. That's exactly the kind of audience that we're going to build towards. And I'm trying to give you the quality and the value out there that says that's what I want. And the same thing has got to be said for you personally, is that when you build yourself, you're your own brand. It's sort of like athletes learned a long time ago, or actually <clears throat> maybe more recently and a couple uh, years ago, where they're branding themselves and they're branching out and they understand that their name means something and stuff. And if, even if you're not an athlete, your name means something and the things you do mean something, and you're your own brand. And you got to put value to your brand. If you don't think that much of your brand, just think about your last name, and your family and stuff when you're doing stuff. I think that would cut out a lot of things. If you just think about, hey, is this something that I want my name attached to, whatever action that you're doing, just think about it. Put a higher price point on yourself and go, you know what? That young man wants to see me. He wants something out uh, from me uh, other than stimulate conversation, which you could have got over the phone. um, Then maybe he's got to pay a higher price than just saying it's okay for me to come over. I'm I'm just gonna throw that out. There. I'm not just I'm not really I mean she was a nice girl, absolutely nice girl and she's never gonna hear this podcast. Um so <laughs> I'm not I'm not worried about that. Um and, and I'm not judging her personally like she doesn't she's not worth it. Uh I, I you know, we had a good conversation on the way over first Friday night, you know. Yeah uh, I just thought that, man, that's a sorry ass dude. So here's my parenting advice. Um, because I hear a lot of women ask this question and they then I, I I see it on social media and I see it everywhere and people are talking about it, you know, they're talking about the quality of man that's out there now. It's not a quality of man, these men, these men. Where do these men come from? And I'm gonna throw this back, um, and I'm gonna say, ladies, it's your fault. Um and 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 I say that in this context. We got a lot more uh, people out there in single-parent environments. Um, even if you kind of co-parent with somebody, a, a lot of times the burden of parenting is always put on the mother. And so, therefore, I got to go in on moms a little bit because um, the reason that these young men act the way they act is because their moms treated them like that. And I, I just, it just really, this is so. This is my weekly parenting advice. Um, like I'm wanting to talk, but <laughs> my my eight or seven, and they're doing really good in school, and I'm just gonna take credit for that right now, uh, even if I got nothing to do with it. No, they're really smart girls, and they're just, they're doing well. But um, my my point for the for the men and attitude and stuff, and I see that as you know, I, I co-parent with my ex, and uh, we do a fifty fifty split, so they're over here. Uh, half the time and it is real easy, real easy for you to do everything for your kids because if your kids are like my kids I'm going to go out and say that they are um, kids are naturally nasty, they're they're disgusting anybody now, if you don't have kids um, you probably thought that anyway, if you have kids you have verified that, these are the people that you've got to teach, not to eat stuff off the floor these are the people you have to tell no you can't stick your your uh, finger in your mouth especially after you've had any, any kind of orifice in your body. Please stop. Please stop. Uh, and if you're not teaching your parents that because I was, <laughs> that was a really close friend of mine and uh, she was telling me she was at the store the other day and there's this little kid just like eyeballing her and she was like digging in her nose and then she pulls it out and puts it in her uh, mouth. Hey look the nasty people out there and that's the reason that um I tell my kids not to eat the free cheese at the grocery store, some people <laughs> don't eat the free cheese. Uh the people out there are all kind of nasty. Cough right in their hands and keep on going and stuff. That's why you gotta have some uh you gotta have uh some cleaner, some hand sanitizer and stuff on you at all time. People people are disgusting. But it's so easy to get caught up um and doing things, and especially our women, because they're so strong, and these moms that um, in the 80s and 90s who found themselves in, you know, as, as single black women. And I, I joke to people, you know, and I, like I said, I split time uh, with my ex, with the girls and stuff, but when I have them, uh, I act like I am a single black woman. And, in fact, I, I, I refer to them as say, yeah, it's hard being a single black woman. Um, Because <laughs> I'm, I'm over here, I'm like, you know, I've got to cook for these girls, and kids aren't grateful, <laughs> kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm you know, I prepared this meal and nobody wants to eat. And so now I feel like my mom, excuse me, Mom, I'm so sorry for being like that. But, um, yeah, it's so easy, especially these women uh, in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and, and, and even now who are raising these uh, kids by themselves, especially these young men. And somebody once said, you know, a woman can't teach a man how to be a man. Uh, I don't think that's true. I, th- I think um, what happens, though, or what has happened, and the reason that a lot of these men have turned out the way they are is because their moms have treated them like kings. And they, and I know because for a long time they were taking pictures. Is my son is my king. No, he's not. He's a, he's a child. He's your son. And you need to stop doing everything for him. It's so easy. When I go in my girl's room and they got stuff on the floor, what's the easiest thing to do? Pick it up. Pick up the clothes, put it in a hamper, pick up the trash, throw it away, and keep it moving because I don't have time. But I do. Actually, that's kind of my job as a parent is that I do have time. And you got to kind of need to make that time in order for your kids to learn how to be independent, how to be responsible, how to take care of themselves. The reason that we have these grown men that are looking for women to take care of them is because what? Knock, knock, knock. Mommy took care of me. I was a king, right? So... You complain about these men, and I just want to say, if you're complaining about them and you're still in that category and you you might have young kids now, make sure you do the right thing and you raise a grown man or a grown woman. Kids need responsibility. You can't do everything for them. You can't continue to tie their shoes for them. You can't, you know, there's just certain things you just have to have. It's just habit. It's habit and habit and habit, and it's harping on your kids over and over again. These are the things that we do. And, you know, I try to, you know, because um, I like to have Cosby moments with my kids where I put my uh, my sweater on and stuff, and, you know, I give them a jibble pudding bop, and I sit there and um, I, I try to relate back to things that we're doing to real life. You know, I, I tell them, hey, you know, you're being indoctrinated. I'm not going to even lie to you. You know, that's the reason you go to school at a certain time, because when you get in the real world, you got to, you, this is the time we expect you to get up and go to work. You know, you do stuff all day. All this stuff is mimicking and getting you prepared, and all rolls in and stuff. Um, you know, my my youngest is in second grade, and they're they're doing money now. They're counting money, and so we're doing homework the other day, and we got money and stuff. And you know, they've been doing three digit um, subtraction and stuff, and uh, addition and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm like, okay, so you, you know, your pennies are your ones, your tens, your dollars, you know, blah blah blah, blah it's your hundred places. And this is how you break this down. You know, this is all building block lessons and stuff. And that's how life is. You know, so can a woman um, um, raise a man? Absolutely. You need to make that man responsible. If you are a single mother and you go out there and you work 40 plus hours a week and maybe you're trying to get your education to or maybe you're just trying to have a life outside of work, and you go to the grocery store, and you're cooking food and stuff like that, and you come home with the groceries, and your son is playing a video game, and he does not get up to get his ass up to go get those groceries out of the car. That's your fault. You need, you need to – that's where that comes in. Because that same dude is going to be 10 years later on some other woman's couch doing the same thing. That's where it comes from. I mean, it's not a mystery. This stuff comes from comes from a place – and so the, my parenting advice for the week is make sure that you're not doing everything for your kids. The whole point is that when they get to be 18, you made them autonomous, that you've made them functioning adults, and the only way they can do that is doing stuff by themselves and for themselves. So, And that, and that's what you do. You just start letting go of certain things, and you start harping over and over again, You, know, and, you and you think, oh, I don't want to be that parent. I no, just don't want to be a good parent. Um, that's what parenting is. It is about routine and getting your kids trained up, and they'll appreciate it. Maybe not at the time. Nobody wants to hear that hundred times. you know, pick that stuff up. But as I tell my eyes, if you pick it up the first time, you won't hear it ten more times. It's really simple. Uh, You know, I told my girls, uh, your behavior dictates my behavior. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, I give you everything that you want. If you're not, and that's kind of how life is. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing at work and stuff, um, then that's really gonna all come back in and um, kind of converge together and stuff. And, and in my in my last uh, piece of free advice is because uh, I was talking about this. Uh, somebody asked me about my girls and uh, college stuff like that. I send my girls going to college. They're really good academically right now. Uh, they may get into some other things. I don't know. I don't know. They're they're really kind of young right now. Uh, but somebody's asking me about college plans and stuff. Hey, here's a big tip: you are not obligated as a parent to pay and take on debt. Uh, especially this, I was late having kids and stuff. I'm really trying to get all my finances <laughs> so I can retire. And so me taking on uh, twenty thousand, forty thousand, six thousand dollars worth of debt for somebody else for their lifetime, well, they got a lifetime to work that off. I've kind of worked off my student loans and stuff. That's yours. You know, if you want to really take care of your kids. You'll make sure that they're doing the things they can, they need to do in order to um, get scholarships and grants, and that they qualify that way, uh, and you're not just giving. Because the, the thing is, nobody appreciates other people's money and sacrifice. Nobody does, especially when you are young. You don't, unless you've had sacrifice yourself. And kids just don't. They don't understand it because they don't have to work forty hours a week for somebody they don't like, <laughs> with people that they don't like, in conditions that they could uh, they could do without. Um, until you've had to sacrifice, it's hard to appreciate other people's sacrifices, and a lot of kids have a, well, you're my parents, and you're supposed to do that for me attitude, and if anybody's been raised in less than perfect conditions, you're not uh, um, uh, leave it the beaver type, you know, stuff, you know, it's very, very evident that there's a minimal line of things that your parents are supposed to do for you. Kids nowadays don't understand that, and I think that as parents, that's one of our big things is that we need to bring that back and we'll let them understand that, hey, this is your life, and I'm just trying to prepare you for it. You know, what I owe you is a lot less than what you, th- than what you, you think it is, um, but I'm willing to help you get to wherever you need to be. And that's where that love uh, comes in, and you kind of rock out with that. Um, and for no other reason... Uh, you gotta let these uh, kids grow up and get independence. Cause it's good for your mental health. It it really is. It's it's good for your mental health. And uh, so I'll, I'll I'll do the uh, the shout out for all my healthcare professionals, and just let you know that you know you need to you need to really take care of yourself, uh, especially as you get older, um, and check on your your health. I'll um I'll, I'll tell you my, my my funny story for the week. Um as we talk about health and I kinda of segue into that. So I'm forty two now and uh so a couple of years ago, I always my birthday's in November and I always get a an annual checkup, um, my birth month. And um really I have a really great physician. I've had her for I oh got I mean, it was well over ten years. Um well over ten years, uh Doctor Benz Gibbs uh she is awesome, awesome. Love the care, love um, love how they do. So um, almost ten years ago I had kidney cancer. Uh, and so I had a radical nephrectomy which is the removal of my left kidney in a tumor. And uh so I've been cancer free uh for for almost ten years now so uh, I, I think I'm pretty good on, on that, but Vince uh, Gibbs has been with me through that whole journey and stuff, and my kidney doctor, Dr. Um, Damani, uh, real great guy if you're looking for a kidney guy in Charlotte, uh, Dr. Manus Damani is a good guy, uh, and I, I in, in another episode, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about uh, my whole uh, cancer uh, journey and stuff, but... Um, so I'm 39 years old. I'm going in. Um, actually, I, I take it back. I'm I, I, it's my birth month, so uh, I'm turning 40. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and uh, I'm talking to, to uh, Bansky's BG. I'm like, and we're just talking about family and what's been going on, and you know, just you know, our normal kind of banter going back and forth. And she's looking at my chart and stuff, and she looks up and she says, "Hey, you had a birthday coming up." You're about to be 40. I was like, yeah. She's like, you need a prostate exam. I was like, hey, hey, hey. I don't know where you went to school, but there's got to be a better segue from happy birthday to I want to stick something in your ass. Um, I don't know what it is, but it, there, there's got to be something middle ground in there, hey, your birthday's coming up. You know, there's some changes and things. You know, I think there's, there's some middle ground conversation that could have went in there, but she went straight there. I'm like, hey, look. Um, And I have the same opinion about the dentist. And I lo- I love my, <laughs> my dentist too, but and my hygienist. But I have the same opinion about the dentist, about sharp objects and stuff. I'm like, it's 2018. You're telling me there's nothing better than that. There's nothing better than a metal piece of metal, sharp metal, to clean my teeth. You that's okay. Whatever. Um, so I'm I'm talking to B G and she's uh she's like, No, really, uh, you need to have it done. I'm like, Well, um isn't there a, a blood test for that? She says, Yeah, but uh still you, you need to have that done, you need have a prostate exam. And um so I I think, I guess 40 was the age, but I've ducked and dodged and I've heard people talk about stuff and everybody's got their own story. This is mine. Um, I, 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 don't have anything against the gay people. I don't. Um, but I don't, I don't want anything in my ass. Um, and you know, for 40 years, I've been able to keep that as a, as one of those boxes that have been checked off. Nothing in the ass, you man. Awesome. Um, and I, and I, as you get older, um, a lot of things change. Your conversation changes. You know, when you're 20, you may talk about cars. When you're 30, you start talking about your lawn a lot. Um, and, uh, when's the right time to put grass seed out. And evidently, as you get to be 40 and stuff, uh, you start talking about your doctors and pills and, uh, certain programs and stuff. You know, if you need a knee guy, um, and in fact, if you do need a knee guy, uh, you go down to uh, Doctor Majors. Uh, he's he's a great knee di- guy down at uh, orthopedic center Down in Charlotte. Um, but your, your conversation changes and stuff. But I'm, I'm sitting there talking to BG and she's telling me about this and stuff. And I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Um, and she's like, are you serious? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm dead, I'm deadly serious. I um, I don't know uh, because um, one of the things I've always been afraid of is that somebody which sticks under my ass, and I might like it. And I, I know you think, what? Yeah. Um, because wh- wh- what then? What fucking then? What am I going to do with that? Wh- what if that happened and I liked it? It's like, you know, I've, I've dated some <laughs> women years and years ago. I've dated this one girl, and she's like, yeah, I heard the you know prostate and stuff. I could do that for her. I'm like, yo, we're not going to do that because then we can never break up. Because if you stick your finger in my ass and I like it and stuff, we are together for a fucking life. Because I'm never asking another bitch to do that. Never in my goddamn life am I asking another woman to stick. We're together for life. So, I mean, that's a big commitment. And if I don't like it, I'm going to punch you in the jaw. No, I'm not going to do <laughs> So, i was sitting there talking to BG. And she's like, hey, stop being a baby. You know what women have to go through? And I'm like, do you know what people in Syria are going through right now? None of that shit has anything to do with me. I'm just telling you, I don't like it. I don't want it. We're not doing this. So she scheduled me <laughs> for my prostate exam. She's she like, well, I don't have time today. And I'm thinking to myself, how much time do you need to prepare uh, for shit, this shit? We've got to reschedule this? You know, this. This might be more intensive than I originally thought it was. So, <laughs> she reschedules me for January and stuff, and I'm like, okay. And so, like, <laughs> December, it ruined fucking Christmas for me. It really did. It ruined Christmas for me because I am thinking about uh, this woman, and one of her things, you know, the reason I bring up uh, Dr. Damani, um, he is a, I want to say Damani's like 6'2", 6'3". He's, my, he's like my size. Big dude and stuff. And one of the things that BG actually says to me, she looks, he he she holds up her hands. He says, "Well, you got to get it done, and I can do it for you, or demonic can do it for you. But look at my hands. My hands are a lot smaller than his hands. He's got some big old hands. I'm thinking, I think you're missing the whole point. Um, it's not about the size. That's a lie. It is about the size. We'll get to that. But so it kind of ruins the uh Christmas for me because I'm sitting there. And I'm really kind of, and I, I'm kind of really freaking out about it. Like, I really don't want to have this happen. Uh, this seems like, you know, I'm being walked into the slaughter. I don't want this. I'm re- about January before, like a week or two before, I'm like, you know what? You are being silly. You are a grown man. You're four years old. Every other four year old man that goes to the doctor, this happens to him. You don't hear anybody else crying about it. Man, man it up. Get in there. And get this done 'cause it's it's for your health um i don't I don't know how your family is, but my family you know we're especially my immediate family I have blood pressure diabetes um uh heart issues all, i mean just all kind of stuff, so going to the doctor and get checked out on a regular basis you know is is really important that's why I always go for my annual physical and stuff and you know maintain the same doctor so we can have that conversation. We don't have to back brief anybody on the family history. So it's January, and it's time for my appointment, and I'm like, you know what? I've kind of talked myself into, you know what? This is not going to be so bad. It's, this is not going to be so bad. You know, one of the things that I, I, I expressed concern uh, back in November when she was talking to me was I was like, look, I got to be honest with you. One of the reasons I don't want you to do this because I've been coming here for years, and, like, I, I think of I think you as a friend. And um this is gonna really fuck up our friendship. And she's <laughs> like, I am a doctor. It 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 is not And I'm like, Well I don't want to be walking down the hall back here and have the nurses whispering I heard he had a tight ass. I, I just I don't want I don't I don't wanna have a convers- I don't want people having a conversation about my ass or you know or you know you know what was going on while it was happening. Like, did he scoop back? You know, did he spread his own ass cheeks? Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to have a conversation. But, you know, I got over that. And, you know, so I show up in January. And I'm sitting there and I go back. And the um, nurse takes me back. And I'm back there and she's like, all right, take your clothes off. And I'm like, uh, all my clothes? <laughs> I don't know what I felt like. i just going to pull down my pants and go, all right, all's good. Let's go. go. So I can take all my clothes off. I got this gown on and stuff. I'm like, let me keep my socks on. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, okay, it's not going to be that bad. It's not going to be that bad. Okay, it's not going to be that bad. So BG walks in, and she's like, hey, you ready? (laughs) Not as ready as you are. I don't know why you're so hyped for this. And uh, so she's like, all right. So uh, you can either lay down on the table and face the wall on your side. Or you can stand up and you can bend over the table military style. I was like, hey, hold up one second. I've been in the military for almost 20 years, and I have never been bent over a table. Could you not ever, ever refer to that as military style again? I don't know what you want to refer to it as, but military style, it kind of hurts my heart a little bit. Don't do that. Um, but I'm going to take option number one uh, because uh, I was actually worried <laughs> worried about my knees buckling and stuff, and I didn't want to, like, fall on the table and hit my jaw and lose a tooth and then have to put you know put that in the story. Uh, so I uh, I uh, went for the lay on the side in the fetal position and um, you know <laughs> a position I was like, and she's like you know put your put your knees up towards your chest and stuff. i was like you know this 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 whole conversation sounds oddly familiar. Uh, like I don't know like I've fucking said it before, and so I'm sitting there. In my gown, with my ass hanging out, laying on my my side, and she gets some gel out. I can hear, you know, back there on the. And, you know, she's getting She's like, all right, are you ready? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. She's like, I'm going to go on the count of three. One. (laughs) I'm so embarrassed because. Uh, as a young man, I've tried to have anal sex with women before, and uh, I'm just, just just being honest with you, put all my cards on the table, and it's never gone uh, that smoothly. There's always some resistance, always resistance, and um, evidently I'm a dirty anal whore, uh, because uh, on the count of ones, he slid a finger in my ass. Um, I don't know why I didn't notice it before, but on that wall, as I was laying there looking at the wall, I could swear there were scratch marks on the wall. So I'm I'm real um, conflicted right now because there's a finger in my ass. And if I ever had any question about whether I was gay or I was going to like that shit, it has all been answered for me. The answer is no. I do not like that shit. It does not feel good. And I'm sitting there, and really in my soul, I want to cry. But I know the walls are thin, and I don't want anybody to hear me cry, so I just whimper. like <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I don't know what she was looking for, because evidently my prostate is attached to my soul. Because I felt like she was digging for my fucking soul back there, and I don't know how long it was. It It, it, it felt like minutes. It, it really did, but I do know that she taps me on the shoulder, and she's like, hey, hey, you got to breathe, and it dawns on me that since he's inserted a finger in my ass, I hadn't taken a breath. I sucked in the oxygen. That was it. I hadn't taken a breath. I am not breathing anymore, and then I have this really, really odd thought. Did you know that breathing was involuntary? You don't think about breathing. You just do it. Right now, you've been breathing this whole podcast and stuff. You hadn't thought about it one time. I mentioned it, and you're thinking about your breath. But she tells me I need to breathe. It's an involuntary action, and I, I, I don't I don't I don't know how to breathe. And um, I don't know if you're missing where and you you you're losing oxygen stuff, and your vision starts to tunnel in, and the tunnel starts to getting smaller, and you I literally cannot breathe. And she's poking around back there and stuff, and I'm like I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die with a finger mask. That's how I'm going out. It's going to be an obituary. Guys are going to be sitting around at the funeral home and stuff. You know he died with a finger in his ass. Um, I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? Why, oh, why, why is this happening? This is how I'm going out. All the great things I've done in my life. And the last thing people are going to remember is, you know he died with a finger in his ass. Um, Luckily for me, uh, she found the golden nugget she she was looking for. And she pulls out, and I immediately start breathing again. And I kind of got her, like, a tear in my eye and stuff. And, <laughs> and no lie, she sits there. I can hear her pull her gloves off. She throws them in the trash and stuff. And she's got some some, some wet napkins, those, those wipes. And <laughs> she hands me a wipe, and she looks at me, and she says, Now clean yourself up. And she walks out the door. When I tell you I've never felt more cheap in my life, and I've done some cheap shit, um... <laughs> I I I felt like a two cent whore, and so I'm back there, and she put so much gel back there. I try to get up, and I'm almost slipping off the table. i I'm, I'm sliding around and stuff, all over the floor and stuff. And I'm sitting sitting back there, and I'm like, how much fucking gel? And I don't know where the gel came from. Maybe I was staring at the wall. I don't know. I don't know where all this gel came from. I'm like trying to shovel all this fucking gel in my ass, and th- it was horrible. It was fucking horrible. Um, but I did clean myself up and I wiped a tear out of my eye and uh I put my clothes back on and I'm just sitting there and I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and I'm, there and I'm thinking to myself, Okay, where's the nurse at? I well I, all I got left is lab and stuff and I, you know, I've been going this place. I know where I know where I'm going and stuff. So I'm like, Hey, yeah, I'll just I'll just I'll just leave. I don't I don't need her to come back here and get me. I know where I'm going and quite honestly <laughs> Uh, this is being kind of horrible, and I don't want to think about it anymore. And I'm just gonna leave. I leave the room and I go around to like where the nurses' station is, right around the corner. And I catch them. Like, I catch the doctor and the nurse laughing at me. I catch them both. And <laughs> I was like, Ooh, ooh, ooh! I told you you were gonna be talking about me. I told you. She's like, No, no. Okay, okay. We were talking about you. Oh, you're so funny. Oh god, oh god. Why would you breathe? Why would you breathe? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all broke up stuff, and I go to the lab and stuff, and the girl in the lab's like, I heard you had some issues. I was like, she didn't even tell me she loved me. <laughs> she didn't even tell me she loved me. Uh, so that's, that's my, my prostate story. Um... I actually, and this is actually not a saturation lie, I actually sat in the parking lot and sent text message. If you got one of these, I truly am sorry. I text message to anybody that I could think of that I tried to do that to, and that was just a finger. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I didn't know. Uh, sometimes you act on stuff because you, you're ignorant. And, um, you know, I, I watched movies I, I thought it was okay. Ladies, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Never again. Me too. Um, so you know, I'm going to end this week, uh, real quick on my, my leadership moment. And it's, um uh, basically, uh, what I talked about at the beginning, uh, where I talked about that I wanted to highlight some people and get some shout outs to people for stuff because the most important thing you do. So if you're a middle manager, if you're in any kind of leadership, it doesn't really matter. Recognizing people is the easiest and the best thing that you can do. It is a freebie. It's your leadership freebie. Um, Because informal um, um, recognition is probably some of the best recognition that you can do. You don't have to stop the whole office. Hey, everybody, I just want to stop everybody. Jane over here is killing it. Although that would be awesome. A quick email coming around to the desk. Hey, I see what you're doing. I really appreciate it. I know you don't have to put in the work that you're putting in. Um, We really, as a team, appreciate you being here. You know, thanks for your services. Really, you've been exceptional. And when you come from that and you're you're really being honest about it, because if if you're really in a leadership role and you're trying to guide and direct people and you're mentoring and stuff, and we'll get deep into uh, that kind of stuff and uh, other podcasts, but just right now recognition, because it's your freebie, you don't have to prep for it. It's the simplest thing, and thank you. It's a email. It is at a company function recognizing several people who have really put in some time and stuff, and understanding that people have other things to do besides work. Um, like I said, we got kids to raise, uh, we got our health to take care of. Um, so if you can learn anything, anything, it would be that uh, I want you guys to recognize your people and look, and I, I, I took a workshop years ago, and one of the key points that the guy was making was is that you had to be sincere. Uh, I'll tell you this, if you're not sincere, number one, people know. And number two, if you're waiting for somebody to tell you that you need to be sincere, you probably missed out, and you might want to just go ahead and stay away from this uh, completely. The whole leadership thing, just stay away from it. Uh, if you don't care about the people that you're um, you're in charge of, um, I don't know what to tell you, man, just just stop. You're just a bad bad leader, and you're the kind of people that they talk about uh, when they're trying to get stuff done, and you're holding them back because they really really um, I think a lot of people out there would give more if you would just give them a little bit. And people always say that they don't want it, but it's a human thing. We always want to be recognized for stuff we do. Even if we're not seeking the attention, it's nice to be recognized for things that you do. If you're out there and you have an elderly uh, neighbor who you shovel their driveway out for them, or there's uh, some kids that you mentor to and you're just doing it because that's what you want to do. But somebody says, hey, I see what you're doing and stuff. And, uh, hey, good work. I mean, it feels good. It really does. It just feels good. And it's it's a great thing to do. So, uh, But especially if you're in leadership, you need to be looking for those moments. And the, I'll tell you this. If you guys aren't selling, that's your fault. Uh, that's part of that mentorship and uh, guiding kind of thing. You You have to put people in a position to excel. Uh, when you got leaders that say Well my people don't do anything Well then that's your fault because you're the leader And if you're not leading them to excellence uh, They're probably not going to get there on their own So I uh, I really enjoyed this episode I hope you, uh, you enjoyed it too uh, Hopefully the sound on this episode Is a ton better You guys aren't having to turn me all the way up In fact I like it that you had to turn me down A little bit you uh, able to hear this um, Hey Same time next Friday You guys are the Best audience out there I don't care uh, who else is out there And what else they got going on and stuff But you guys are the Absolute best And um, hey man I can't wait to see you next week Hey God bless Y'all be good